Welcome to the Developing Leaders Impacting Kids podcast, a podcast all about sharing ideas, tips, and strategies to help you develop as a Kidman leader. Thanks for listening to today's episode, featuring a favorite presentation from one of our training experiences. To download today's show notes or to learn more about our certification program, training intensives, and institutes of children's ministry, visit our website, cogop.org slash children. Each year at my church, we host a fall festival for the community. I'm always amazed by the fact that our church, which averages about 125 people in attendance, is able to host an event for almost 1,000 people. While this is a great event, it's not always brought a smile to my face. Because you see, our fall festival started over 10 years ago simply as a way to provide an alternative activity to the American holiday Halloween. We had small games, crafts, and candy for the children of our church. After a few years of following this pattern, a lady at my church expressed a desire to make this more of a community event by providing dinner for those in attendance. I started to catch her vision and decided to add an inflatable slide to the activities. We began to plan and announce the event to our congregation. I had absolutely no idea what was about to happen. On the night of our fall festival, I was prepared for the usual number of church children and a few of their friends. Instead, we had so many people attend that it was impossible to count them. I wish I could tell you that it was an amazing night, but to be honest, it was absolute chaos. We were not prepared, and I spent most of the night praying that we all survived. At the end of that night, my husband and I went home and took an honest look at this event. There was obviously a need and a desire for it in our community because so many people had attended. But if we were going to continue offering this event, we needed to do it right. We spent a great deal of time creating a new plan. So I can tell you now that it is a privilege to share with our community each year through a well-organized event. So tonight, let's talk about what is a special event. Well, a special event is anything that your church does that is outside of your normal ministry schedule. These special events can take place on or off church property, and there are many types of special events. Some churches host a back-to-school celebration. where They invite children to come in, and there's lots of games and slides to, to play on, but there's also school supplies given out. And even sometimes they have hairstylists come in and give children free haircuts. Just a celebration for back to school and to let your community know that your church is there. You could also have a fall festival, like our church does, uh, where we invite people in and, uh, again, lots of games to play, lots of activities, provide the kids with some candy that they love and have a chance to share with them. Some churches do a Christmas celebration where they decorate their whole entire church and welcome the community in to be a part of that and hear what Jesus and Christmas is all about. Many of you are familiar with Vacation Bible School. That's a special event where we take a whole week, either in the summer or another time of year, to talk to kids about what Jesus has done for us. You might think about doing a kids' crusade or a children's revival, sometimes it's referred to, where we're focusing completely on kids and their needs and how they need to hear about Jesus in an age-appropriate way. It's also fun to host a family night for the people of your church. They could come in, you could have a movie night or play games, the messier the better, and just get family involved in talking. 
Another option is a sidewalk Sunday school where you take what you're doing with kids in Sunday school or in children's ministry outside of your church to a park or to a neighborhood and take the time to teach them and invest in their community. In the download section of your outline, you'll find a list of 50 special events. It can be tempting to hear about an event that someone else has done and try to duplicate it, but each church and community is unique. Plan an event that works for your community. So when planning an event, a special event, the first thing you need to determine is your purpose. Why do you want to host this event? Your purpose will determine how you plan. For example, the purpose of the fall festival at my church is to provide a safe family event in a Christian environment where children and adults can experience the love of Jesus through our church. Keeping this purpose in mind, I put quite a bit of emphasis on safety. Our workers have been carefully selected for their ability to fulfill their specific roles. We, had, we have supervision and lighting near the, all the activities since this is a nighttime event. And we have a team monitoring parking. We offer all of the activities, inflatables, face painting, games, food, prizes, and candy, free of charge. Making money is not part of the purpose of this event. There are other events that have fundraising as their purpose, but our goal for this night is to provide, not sell a product. So let's look at some purpose statements and possible events to accomplish those purposes. You will notice that some events can have more than one purpose. For example, if you want to encourage people to visit your church, then participate in a community or neighborhood festival. Possibly host a living nativity at Christmas time or have a parent's night out. If your purpose is to share the message of salvation and invite people to accept Christ, then you want to plan a vacation Bible school, a sidewalk Sunday school, or a day camp. If you want to improve communication in families, then a great event would be a family movie night, a game night, or a craft night. But beyond choosing your purpose, also be careful when selecting the date and time for your event. Be sure that you choose a date that's not in conflict with another church event or in conflict with a community event. For example, in my community, we typically do not plan events on Friday night. During the fall, because most people are at the high school football games. Once you have a date chosen and a purpose for the event, you need to consider your budget. Too often, we fail to plan special ministry events because we're afraid of the cost. But don't let fear keep you from reaching children. Begin by asking God for his vision for special events in your ministry. When God has an idea, he certainly has no trouble paying for it. Start small. If you're planning your first special event, begin with an event that is low cost and then build on it. Prepare a detailed budget before you raise money or ask for donations. Demonstrating good stewardship begins with your budget. Be specific about how you will spend any money given to this event. And then consider asking for donations for a purpose, not necessarily an event. For example, you might decide to participate in a community festival and offer free face painting. Your volunteers are going to tell children about Jesus while they're painting faces. In order to make this happen, you need donations for the supplies. You're asking for donations to help spread the gospel message, not just for paint. See the difference? And you can always plan a fundraiser. 
Remember, the more specific you are about the event, the more success you will have with fundraising. I always get more donations for our fall festival than for just children's ministries in general. To help you consider all the aspects of your event, it's a great idea to develop a detailed written plan. It should include more than just the who, what, when, where about the event. Each event will need a plan for registration, supplies, and volunteers. However, how you plan will depend upon the specific event. For example, some events, such as VBS, require a detailed registration plan because many parents will be dropping off their children. For other events, such as a fall festival, children will be under the supervision of their parents, so the registration plan will look different. Your supply list will be very different if you are doing a family movie night versus a family game night. Some events require coordination with other organizations. If you're offering tutoring, it would be good to have a relationship with the local school. A knowledge of community resources would be very helpful when assisting family with food or clothing needs. Let me share with you what my written plan looks like for our fall festival. You'll notice it has the basic things, the date of the event, the purpose of the event, um, which I shared with you. And then it has specific jobs for volunteers. I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting anything, so I list all the jobs for each volunteer. And then I also list the number of volunteers that I'm going to need for that event so it doesn't get close to time and I realize I don't have enough people. Also list the activities that are going to be offered during that time and then the lovely thing, our cost. But the source of revenue, where am I going to get this money from? And so I make a plan right there. Supply list and my orders I need to place, take it from me, do not wait to the last minute to place your orders. And then I just have a special section for notes. Sometimes there are things that I know I personally will forget to do. So this is just an area for me to write down there. Now at the back of your outline, you'll notice a, a um, link for a sample planning guide. They'll have the one that I've got listed here, but there'll also be a blank one that you can use to fill out for your event. Now, it's impossible to have a successful event without a great team of volunteers. When you ask for volunteers, be specific. Don't just ask for help. Have a list of jobs and responsibilities from which volunteers can choose. Some people are more comfortable behind the scenes working on preparations like food or preparing supplies. Other people love working directly with families and children. When you have a variety of ways that people can help, you'll have more volunteers. Do your best to match people with their gifts and preferences. Remember that not everyone will respond to an announcement, so recruit volunteers directly. Be simple and clear. I would love for you to be in charge of registration at our back-to-school event. When volunteers arrive, have something for them to begin working on immediately. There's nothing worse than for a volunteer to arrive planning to help and not having anything for them to do. They will not feel needed and may leave or, worse yet, not volunteer again. So if several people have volunteered to maybe help with decorations, have supplies ready and ask them to do something specific. Asking someone to decorate a room is more vague than saying, take this green and brown paper and can you make a tree on the wall? Here's a picture if you need an idea. In other words, have a sample of what you want and the supplies to make it happen. 
It's also a good idea to have two or three extra volunteers in case someone cancels at the last minute. So imagine with me that you have planned, prepared, have your staff in place, and the day of your event has arrived. You're excited and a little nervous at the same time. Before you begin any last minute preparations, take time to pray. Pray that God will help you fulfill his purpose and share Jesus. There's some important things to remember on event day. People will start arriving well ahead of your start time. Have everything ready in advance so you can concentrate on talking with those who arrive early. Be sure that your volunteers know the importance of arriving on time. I would suggest asking all volunteers to arrive at least 30 minutes early. Have a plan in place for communication during the event. You can use cell phones, walkie-talkies, or even have a person whose sole job is to deliver messages between people. And then remember to just be available. There will, will be last-minute issues and problems. Be prepared to deal with them by not having anything left on your personal to-do list. Complete those items the day before the event so you are available to focus on any last-minute problems. And even if you are nervous, appear calm and in control. Ask God for his strength. Your volunteers are looking to you as an example. Now, there are a few things I've learned from listening to others and from making my own mistakes that I want to share with you. Always keep in mind that the purpose of any special event should include an opportunity for people to hear about Jesus. You may choose to do this in large or small ways, but if you don't mention Christ, then you're missing your ultimate purpose. Have your entire staff wear matching t-shirts. If you can't afford to have shirts printed, just ask everyone to wear the same color shirt, just a plain shirt with a name tag. You want your staff to be easily identified. Then have an advertising team in place. You don't want to spend time, energy, and money planning an event if no one knows about it. If advertising isn't your gift, and I can promise it's not mine, find someone who can spread the word in your church and community. And remember to always start on time. You communicate value to those attending and to those volunteering at an event when you respect their time. Remember to plan for cleanup. If you do not have specific volunteers to help with cleanup, you will probably doing it be, be doing it yourself long into the night. Trust me, I speak from experience. People won't automatically assume you need help cleaning up unless you ask. And remember to plan for follow-up. It's too easy to breathe a sigh of relief at the end of a special event and forget to follow up. If your new event included new families and children, be sure to contact them immediately. Senior members of your church who are unable to help with physical activities would be excellent help in this area. At the end of the event, take time to honestly evaluate it. Was it successful? How will you measure that success? Will you have this event again? Do you need to make changes to this event to make it more effective the next time? My prayer is that you will see the value of reaching out to children and families in unique ways. If God has breathed a new idea into your heart today, begin praying about how to make it a reality as you shine His light through special events. Thanks for listening to today's episode. 
To download today's show notes or to learn more about our certification program, training intensives, and institutes of children's ministry, visit our website, cogop.org children. 